passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you're using. And youtube.com slash post wrestling. Hello, everybody. Hello, postmarks. Hello, up next, Burts. That's right. Welcome. It's Tuesday night. So that means we watch NXT and, and then we, we talk, talk about, about it. it. You do know do. why. Because we're your NXT friends. Friends. And we'll always be your NXT friends. And we're here on the post wrestling feed. Hello, everybody. We hope your Tuesday is going swell. Or maybe it's your Wednesday morning, your Thursday morning. I don't know. But whatever it is. Maybe you're listening to this 10 years from now. That'd be weird. But it would be, but maybe. Who knows? You just wanted to know what happened on our thoughts on this NXT. Hey, we, we have a, an exact show of that where we are 10 years ago Was doing next, the same yeah. thing. It is so true, maybe. yeah. Uh, it is WrestleMania season, stand and deliver season. It's just wrestling season. Wrestling is just taken over. Everywhere. It can, consumed our life more than it ever has, and we allow it to, and that's okay because we're all just a bunch of marks, and we love it, and it's fun. Uh, I say that because we were just at a wrestling show. We're currently like doing different wrestling events we're going to be at. We're podcasting about wrestling. We're buying tickets for wrestling. We're planning wrestling trips. We're doing sort of just everything. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Absolutely. These next few days, the announcement of Forbidden Door. In the six. Which we talked about on our uh, last episode of Poison Rana. 
which we do every Sunday. Yeah, if you're a fan of us, hit that subscribe, search Poison Ron in your podcast app, because we have our own feed with our own shows all over that feed. And just this past Sunday, we did a show talking all about everything going on, including, yeah, Forbidden Door being announced, which we're super excited about. Hopefully by the end of this week, we'll we'll have some tickets for it. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah. And then can start planning. Yeah, we already we can tell you. Look, we got a WrestleMania watch party in Toronto, April first and second. Gabby's King Street West, PoisonRana.ca for tickets. They're they're flying. We're gonna fill out this bar for two nights with a bunch of us just watching and partying and watching WrestleMania. It's gonna be a blast. But now that Forbidden Door is announced in our backyard, literally, uh, it's time to I guess say uh, a forbidden pour, if you will. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's in the summer as well. Oh, yeah. Summer in the six. Forbidden door. Do it, guys. Drinks with us. Yeah. It's going to be fun. We're cooking something up. We're we're definitely going to be chatting, hopefully with John away. Maybe we'll be doing something. So uh, we're super excited. But we got to get through WrestleMania first. So uh, looking forward to seeing you peeps, any listeners out there. And if not, we'll be there in spirit for WrestleMania weekend in Toronto, our watch party. We've been flyering around the city. We went to GCW. Worst behavior mm-hmm. on sunday we even flyered around there we uh got an interview up with gringo loco yeah check out i got to sit down with gringo for about 10 minutes and yeah. just shoot the shit so uh check out our poison rana uh youtube for that yeah go on the youtube and check out the interview with the base god uh we'll be talking and seeing him again in toronto when he faces commander yeah one of his spots against jack cartwheel i keep on seeing be it like, was retweeted on the power it. bomb on the yeah. apron oh my god the sasuke special into the power bomb Caught the base the electric bomb. chair yeah oh my god so good. crazy uh yeah so check out that interview over on our youtube page we'll be checking out gringo versus commander uh in a few weeks at demand lucha in toronto as well would really recommend checking that out because it may or may not be the one of the last times you might be able to see him before Commander, he's somewhere yeah, else absolutely. Uh, so definitely can't wait for that heater for sure demand lucha is a vibe but we had fun at GCW. It was a GCW crowd. It lived up to the expectations of going to Did a G- it. Meaning it smelt like burnt toast and BO the second you walk in. Yeah, yeah, that it did. Um, yeah, the show I thought was okay. Yeah, it had some stuff I really liked and then had some stuff that I just uh, couldn't care for. But that's that's wrestling, right? Like, Yeah, I just, I don't know. I felt... Um, Maybe it's certain rules of the the building or being in Canada or, or whatever, but I kind of like I'm going to a GCW show. I'm expecting something kind of a bit more deathmatch. Yeah, Montreal there. last week got like crazy table spots. And, yeah, like yeah. it didn't really get it didn't feel any different from any other indie. Well, uh, we got I, a naked I, man. We did get the naked sexy man. Eddie who yeah. blew up Twitter because people are so mad that he's. I mean, he's been doing this. How spot dare for, he be naked? How dare he be naked? Probably for like the nine thousandth yeah. time doing this spot he has he's from canada yeah i've seen him on the 80s before but wow what a he, that was nuts um i think gringo and cartwheel had my favorite match that was night. my match yeah it was pretty sure. pretty crazy i did like the main and i did like um yeah speedball is awesome man was it your master oh um new favorite wrestler yeah that was cool she that was the, the only like death match spot mm. the whole night skewers. is she t- she got the skewers like pounded into her forehead and then just crimson mask everywhere but I felt like the venue is cool, but it's it, they didn't do it properly where you could everyone could see. So a lot of people were pretty mad. When we went before, we could see fine. Yeah, I remember I they had the ra- went, the ring was, was raised. The ra- ring raised a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was tough to see. Like I I got a couple of spots where I could get a good sight line, but it was difficult. I think GCW sure. could run the sweaty Teddy Ted Reeves mm-hmm. Arena. That's where Ring of Honor used to run. I feel right. like they could fill that because I think there was a lot of people 
wanting to go, but they they were sold out. I think you could have fit way more people at a at a different one. Yeah. But I I see them coming back. It was a success for sure. We got to hang out with John Pollock, who's agreed. We kind of just crashed their meal. I don't yeah. know if they were best pleased. We were just like, yeah, we didn't. Hey. I didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I walked in, I was like, oh, this is an actual just restaurant. Oh, they're eating dinner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we already sat down, and then I was like. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we got to hang out with W.H. Park, who uh, was having spicy margaritas, motherfucker. He, yeah, <laughs> you need to follow our Instagram for for great stories of when we go to these things. But W.H. Park, the legend, who's asked us, he's demanded that we do a best match ever, Muto. Yeah, because we've done the great Muda, but now he because he's going to the Hall of Fame. W.H. wants that second best match ever, so that is coming soon, probably in the next month or so. So yeah, on our Patreon, we often do this show who's best match ever where we talk about a kind of wrestler's career and their greatest matches or maybe the best matches of a certain match type like Hell in a Cell or TLC uh, and we did one for the great Muta uh, so we kind of have to do one for Keiji Muto but now I'm thinking who's next who's next exactly <laughs> exactly we'll get to NXT but let's talk about the important things wow. going on in Bill wrestling Goldberg a free agent so this goes two ways right he He's no longer with the WWE, so he shows up at the end of Carmelo versus Braun to challenge versus Braun Breaker. Braun, Braun versus Goldberg would be awesome, and surely a dream for Braun. But I However, don't know. I, I'm thinking, I don't know, we, we kind of talked about this before on Poison Rana. Yeah. He saw that rebar mitzvah, yeah, that's exactly- and he was like... I never got a rebound. It's fun. really crazy that we discuss the po- like we were just we were just doing what we do and, and talking shit. And I said that MJF is like other than Goldberg, he's now the, the goat Jewish wrestler of all time. And you were like, yo, imagine them like together against so each other. Double or, or nothing. <laughs> I think both Goldberg, of them. <laughs> all I know is TK has now tweeted some things, joking around, you know, you know, stirring the pot a little. But I mean, who who owns TNT? It's still. Turner or yeah. whatever, right? I mean, Bill's got to come Goldberg's home. Goldberg's going to go home to all his friends. Retire, retire. Yeah, go. <laughs> Bill's going. Jeff's there. Sting's there. Tony's there. Where's his relation with Jeff? Jeff Jarrett was in. Oh, Jeff Jarrett. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you meant Hardy. I was like, wow, what a dream match that would be. But yeah, uh, Goldberg should come in and just have a new streak, a TNT streak, and then finally like Hobbs or Wardlow beats him. Like around. just for three months. He doesn't even have to be there long. Just go in. End with a match with Kenny or whoever. <laughs> Kenny Goldberg. Orange Cassidy Goldberg. Goldberg, anyone. Really. Like, if he's up for a laugh, if he's up for a good time, I yeah. think he absolutely should. Wow, look at us. He would bring eyes to AEW. I, like, 100%. I'm like, like, I. And I know the purists out there are going, like, no, no, but what if, guys? What yeah, if? like, these, these people are, don't forget, wrestlers are real people. Like, once it's over for these people, like, they're not going to be able yeah. to do this. Like, he could still go. So, I'm 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 for Goldberg and Get AEW. Gage in there with Hook, dude. Right? Like never say never. But it is eerily that we were just going off on Sunday about how we would love to see this, and then fightful reporting. Oh, Goldberg's a free agent. Does that mean sixty days? Does that mean like right? Like G one. <laughs> Shingo Goldberg. Like you know, New New Japan put out a video teasing like a new person's coming, like coming soon, yeah. someone new, and it just had like someone's boots walking. I don't know if it's just a young lion or Danielson or something, but I did not get Goldberg out of that. But could you imagine Goldberg's wrestled? He knows the Tokyo Goldberg Dome very well. Forbidden door. For some reason, Goldberg keeps on showing up at the Scotiabank shows. Yeah, I've we seen have seen <laughs> Goldberg wrestle way more than I yeah, should. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, 
So wow. yeah, Forbidden Door, what, uh, Goldberg, Goldberg Shingo? Is that Goldberg Sting Goldberg needs to happen Ishii? again. Goldberg Ishii, wow. This is, this is nuts, man. This is crazy. So more on that in development. Be sure to, uh, you know, you know, we love Goldberg here. Greatest ever wrestler in the WWE. Greatest wrestler ever in the world. <laughs> yeah. This is exciting stuff. This is yeah. fantastic stuff. Like, so best match ever Goldberg coming in April <laughs> on the Patreon. Should we just look at it? Should we do what we did with Danielson and Rey Mysterio? WCW just, Goldberg? <laughs> just WWE Goldberg. WWE Goldberg. No, I think just Goldberg. We could watch like a hundred of those matches <laughs> in the span of what we usually do because his matches are probably really short. Yeah. So, yeah, damn. I think there's one against DDP, isn't there? And one against Steiner. I think I'm going to be the right. good ones. Yeah, sure. Yeah, what would even be in that? But yeah, uh, some people in the chat are agreeing with us that they would love to see Goldberg in AEW, including Leonie in the chat who says Goldberg versus Sonata for the IWGP Championship will happen this year. It could. Yeah. I mean, it sounds insane. I mean, but... Goldberg's Tokyo Dome entrance is one of the greatest. Yeah, one of the best ever. wrestling entrances for sure is when he's like, well, he's like across the he's street. He's in a golf cart. He's, he's like, like, he's like in Tokyo Dome City across the street. They're like, it's time. He's like, okay, hold on. And it took, it took like 10 minutes for him to finally get down there. Yeah, he's headbutting every door along the way. <laughs> Goldberg with the, the chains off. Forbidden door. That's the video, him headbutting right. open the door. Right, yeah. Can't oh, wait. chains off. But he's just... Like, like he's back from the, like, now he can, like, wrestle the way he wants to wrestle, yeah. right? He can kick can people in the head if he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> Goldberg's going to wrestle for AEW while Bret Hart's just at his bar, like, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do want to check out, the Hitman bar. But, but yeah, uh, just craziness that Goldberg's going to be wrestling. Maybe, possibly. It's confirmed. We don't, yeah, not confirmed <laughs> at all. But, yeah, we're just, we're just dreaming. We're just hoping. Uh, it's, it's, I would choose him over Nia Jax. That's for sure. That's the other thing that's, there's, there's rumors swirling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nia Jax to AEW being No, I hope, I hope that's not true. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, well, we mentioned we're doing a WrestleMania watch party April 1st and 2nd. However, if you are in the Toronto area and you want to see us and hang out with us or win a chance to go to WrestleMania this year, well, this Sunday we will be at the awesome toy show Outside Toronto and Mississauga, and we are going to be hosting a Poison Rana WWE 2K23 tournament. And yes, the winner gets many chances to win a whole like trip to WrestleMania. $200 cash prizes and some insane prizes also. And this is going to be crazy. We don't know what we got ourselves into this Sunday, but yeah. We better get a hold of this game, haven't we? Yeah, we better we better better get good at it. Can we enter our own conversation? I don't think so. I think there's going to be enough demand. And we're banning Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns banned. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you know the password. <laughs> Unless you know the Roman Reigns password, which we'll give out next week. And if anyone comes up to us and knows the password, maybe I'll we're let giving you play. next week. It's on Sunday. Oh right. <laughs> What's a good password for the toy show? Uh, um, Dusty Rhodes was my father. That's the code. No, if if Something if you know who wrote. the finest is, the finest. Yeah, a if throwback, you know throwback question. That's a deep cut for listeners. It should be to to get Roman Reigns. He's not even in the game. Cut. That guy. <laughs> exactly. That's why. What about like like uh, you know how Johnny Wade? There, there. Didn't we used to joke he was related to The Rock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. But Johnny Wade did le- uh, yeet my frog. We could do leap my frog. Leap my frog. Yeah, if you come up and say that to us this Sunday, you could play as Roman Reigns. But then it like, what if 16 people slept? We just do Roman v. Roman? <laughs> Maybe. Could. could but 
whatever. It'll happen. Is that what we should do? Just get multi- download multiple versions, versions of, of Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns and just do a 16... It's not a bad idea. 16-man Roman Reigns tournament. Yeah. Uh, go to awesometoyshow.ca because it's it's pretty cheap to get tickets to this thing. And if you're like a memorabilia buff of just anything pop culture, there's going to be a lot of toys there. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be hanging out. We're going to be chilling there. Our big Tom's going to be with us selling some merch as well. I think some replica titles, some masks, and just a fun time over at the Awesome Toy Show. Chris Van Vliet's going to be there. Some mm-hmm. Impact wrestlers are going to be there. So it's going to be a fun, fun time. So this Sunday, Toronto area, Awesome Toy Show. Absolutely. Can't wait. Love to see you there. Yes. And I guess now we can discuss some some wrestling, some NXT. We are on the road to Stand and Deliver. Should be noted that because it's at a 1 p.m. start time next Saturday on the 1st. Race that already next weekend? Not the this first, weekend. yes. Yeah. So uh, we will be going live as soon as Stand and Deliver ends on the po- this yep. post-wrestling feed on this YouTube as well. So look forward to our Stand and Deliver post show. So if you are watching during the day, come out and hang with us on the YouTube because we will be chatting all about it before we run off to our watch party uh and then patreon shows wise because it's wrestlemania season we just did a review with john Cena over on our patreon covering the forgotten wrestlemania wrestlemania 11 which was oh boy salt and pepper nfl jonathan taylor thomas pamela anderson it's it was nuts so that was a fun show but if that one isn't up your alley maybe wrestlemania 19 is because i don't know about you but i'm a crack addict because i'm addicted to cracking skulls is that the lyrics? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Limp Biscuit performing not once, but twice on this show. <laughs> I I haven't seen this show for a long time. I'm about halfway through. Yeah. I love this WrestleMania. Yeah, this has got to be one of the best ones. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to talk all about it. Uh, as picked by world champ, or sorry, family member, Jake from the Windy City. So we'll also be chatting with him a little bit about the show. But yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to be reviewing this. And I can't wait. WrestleMania 19 is also one of my favorites. And we've never looked at it before. So that's coming out this week on the Patreon. Lots of WrestleMania stuff. Lots of movies. It's like a dollar a week, essentially, when you sign up for five bucks a month to become a friend. Patreon.com slash PoisonRana. And there's like 500 podcast in that catalog go check it out and uh help support us because uh we'll be buying a lot of wrestling in the next few weeks whether it's streaming and this and that because the gcw lineup some of the stuff they got going on man wrestling's gonna consume my life in about a week or so and i know a lot of people are gonna be feeling the same where it's like all right get your get your snacks your pre-rolls your drinks ready for just a lot of wrestling watching so we're here for you for the the podcast afterwards absolutely yeah all right Let's talk about some NXT. Let's do it. NXT from March 21st, Tuesday, live from Florida, the CWC. We start off with a recap of Johnny Gargano and Grayson Waller, how Waller went to the home of Johnny Gargano, and they got in a fight, and he beat him up in front of his wife. No, stop. No, stop. Please. Why was that baby awake that, that late at night? That's another good question there. Uh, so so Gar- Gargano got beat up right in front of his wife on his front lawn. Very, you know. Very sad. Very sad situation here. So he's pretty pissed off and we'll hear from him tonight. We also get a little update. Um, I, I think they mentioned this in, in another segment, but it, it is interesting how they worded the update on the Roxanne Perez situation. Yeah. They said, hey, she's hurt, but she'll be back. And then they made a little like line about like, we don't know when. Yeah, they've made it quite clear the title isn't vacated. Yeah. And it's like, she's this match is happening at Stand and Deliver whether she's healthy or not. But we all know she's going to be I the final. I feel person. like she will be added to this match. We start off the show with Pretty Deadly, the hosts of Stand and Deliver. Sorry, Stand 
and, and deliver. deliver. As they every time they say it, they say it that way, which is a nice little touch. They come out here. They say they're the two tastiest snacks here in NXT, and that's why they are the hosts, and that's why they look nice, and they always smell nice. Yes, boy. They say we're gonna officially wipe the footage of us losing last week or getting thrown through the table last week, and uh, those guys, Gallus and you know Melo and Braun, attacking us from behind like cowards they are. And they say we got to talk about our outfits for Sand Deliver. When they're interrupted by Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, they come out to talk that talk. Trick was on fire here, already out the gate, like, yo, is my mic on? Turn my mic on, and just starts going off on them. Calls pretty deadly a bunch of bobbleheads <laughs> and says uh, that last week Carmelo and Braun offered you two some table service and that uh, you better keep Melo's name out your mouth. And uh, Melo says, yeah, I don't want any of this cute stuff. Pretty deadly. And they say, well, we are cute. We are cute, but we don't even have to try. And Trick says, well, why don't you try not butting into our, our, our business? Because you bring us some bad juju. So we'll talk, you talk your talk, but you better walk your walk. Got him. Then they say that, you know what? We've had enough of you. We're going to have a tag team match tonight, Playa. And it's going to be Carmelo Hayes taking on Pretty Deadly. And Melo's going to team with, and Trick says, Braun Breaker. Yeah, and it, we assume this is leading to Trick and Mello, and yeah. Trick is building it up that way as well. And Mello kind of gives him a look like, what are you doing? Putting, booking me matches. So he goes, it'll be the best thing for you, don't worry. And Mello's a little shook there, but Pretty Deadly agree to the match, and it's set up for our main event. Well, then Pretty Deadly attack. Well, they get mad at them, they attack them, and then that's when Braun does come out and then sends them flying to the outside. Yeah, he launches Kit to the outside, Ooh. and he... he Barely hits Elton and oh, just man. goes crashing to the floor. This is pretty painful. Yeah, he's clearly he's okay. He's okay because he works the main event, but this looked nuts. So then it's Braun and Mello standing tall looking at each other, and it is official now that the match will take place, but Mello is still a little like, hmm, Braun's not sure. like, I don't want any excuses out of you. I'm making sure you're 100%. Yeah, so that's our main event, and it's... The, can they coexist? Yeah, I was a bit disappointed when we knew Ilya and JD were going to be on the show, and yeah. I was kind of hoping that would main event it. Um, and they even go as the night goes on to be like, hey, let's not do that thing where it's can we coexist. Yeah. But it, it was a bit play by numbers, this whole setup for tonight. When we come back from the first break, it's Mello and Trick now approaching Braun. Like, uh, sorry, no, this is just Trick and Mello at first. And they say, he says, you know, I, I don't want that coexist shit. And he's, yeah. he's cut off and he's like, look, don't worry. If you team with Braun, it means you get a front row seat at what he can do. And then you'll know the cheat codes. I'll take notes for you. He's like us. I mean, we yeah. could just send Mello some notes if we yeah. wanted to. Mello, hit us up. Big fan. Uh, so Trick says, I'll be ringside. They'll be too useful, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from maybe not from this. It'll week. be like pages and pages on fucking Kiana and Brooks Jensen. <laughs> and then Bron Breaker. Spear. Spear. Military press. <laughs> One, it's two, over. three. So uh, he says that he'll be ready, and it's all it is. It's all it's going to be. We go to our next match, our first match, I guess you could say. So Trick was great in this whole opening. He's so uh, he's so smooth on the mic, and I love how like Mello's moving into this more babyface role, and Trick is still kind of scheming and plotting behind him the whole time. So the next match is a match. The winner goes on to the Stand and Deliver Women's Championship ladder match here and it's Indy Hartwell going up against Tiffany Stratton it's Tiff time and these two go at it and we get some pretty good back and forth eventually Tiff does these crazy handsprings into a back elbow in the corner very 
great Muda-esque. Uh, then there's a series of roll-ups back and forth for near falls as they go to break. When we come back, it's Tiff still beating down on Indy. And then there's like a, a cave-in from Tiffany, essentially, mm. when Indy was like seated. It just looked nasty, but she kicks out. Uh, Indy comes back and catches, uh, counters a handspring and hits a back suplex on Tiff. Tiff comes back, though, with this fast power slam, but then runs into a spine buster. Eventually, when Indy gains control, Tiff kicks out of that and then hits the, he gets her up into the, like the Simone drop thing, but does the front cartwheel senton. It's like the Yukon escape setup. It's, yeah, she does it more like how Seamus does that yeah. senton, but it basically is the Yukon escape because as she lays her out, she then hits the prettiest moonsault ever. It looks so nice. It really is the prettiest moonsault it's, ever. It's beautiful. The, the triple jump up to the top yeah. and then the, art she gets on it yeah it looked really nice so the tiffany epiphany is that she is going to stand and deliver here tonight uh yeah i i think that's the right move uh indy has maybe a setup for a change of character a bit later on but it is a shame i'm not surprised indy's kind of been floating around for quite a while tiffany is absolutely the one who should be in the match um and that moonsault's beautiful but i i think stratton has come on such a long way um really quickly uh i thought she she looked good here against indy uh booker was absolutely going off on one on commentary because there's two things booker doesn't like you know open, open challenges, challenges yeah. and ladder matches so uh booker's going off how he doesn't like ladder matches but he says legends have been made out of them like that great razor ramon versus one two three kid and then after the commercial break Vic goes I think Buck got too caught up in the moment there. I think he meant that Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels ladder match. And he goes, nah, nah, I mean Razor Ramon versus one, two, three, kid. I'm like, okay. Yep, okay, Buck. He's like, no, I'm pretty sure it was, don't, like, don't correct me. He's just doing that thing where you're mixing two things together. Yeah, he's, he's thinking of the upset win. Over Razor. Yeah. And Razor with Sean. You know Sean's in the headset, like, make sure you come back from break and correct him. It's me, goddamn. And Buck's like, headset off. Like, no, 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 no. It's one, two, three, kid. Book's like Googling it halfway through the show, like, uh, didn't happen. Those great Hell in a Cell matches, like, you know, King of the Ring, Undertaker, one, two, three, kid, when he came off the cell. Yeah. And Liv Morgan's been in the most elimination <laughs> chambers. <laughs> no one's been in it. It was. It's so funny that like that Vic like that was a moment before the break, and then they come back several minutes yeah. later, and Vic brings it up like, "Hey, just so that you know, you were fucking wrong." <laughs> yeah. And Book's like, "No, no I, I wasn't." wasn't. <laughs> he was so sure that I had to be like, "Wait, am I wrong? Was there ever yeah. a ladder match between them? Couldn't see anything." No, he clearly got the them oh. put together. Yeah, the Booker effect. <laughs> when you take two things and you're pretty sure they're the same. Uh, what is it? Sinbad's in that genie film or whatever. <laughs> or Shaq. That is a real movie. That is a real fucking movie. Booker Sinbad is, just, is in a Booker is just X-Pac. He's in all these great matches. Uh, but you know, Booker was once a legend. And you can hear us talk about yeah. him on WrestleMania 19 review. Where it took a long time for him to kick out of that pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> or didn't kick out of that pedigree. We go to our next segment. We're at the Big Daddy Bar. Which, uh, shout out, I'm blanking on who the listener is. But he always lets us know the different areas yeah. in Florida where they tape these things. And this is a real bar. We have found it. So, go search it. Maybe this is a great stop if you're ever visiting Florida. If you ever want a, a match booked at a premium live event, just... Don't go to this bar. Yeah, you ever want a title shot? Just go play pool with these <laughs> play, guys. <laughs> play pool and dance. Have a great time. 
The Gallus lads, the Gallus boys, they're always on top and they're at Big Daddy's bar here when uh, they say you want a break. When the Creed brothers walk into the bar, oh, and the Gallus boys are like, oh, what are you guys doing here? And they say, you know, well, we heard we get title shots if we come play pool with you guys. So we want to play some pool. We want to, you know, we want to drink with the Gallus boys. We want to, we want to. into shit behind us and we yeah. really wanted to hit some balls. So Gallus are like, oh yeah, you want to drink? I guess you guys want some milk, eh? And they're like, ah, oh, no. And Brutus says, I'll have what you're having, but Julius is going to stick to water. Have you, Julius is ripped. So Julius like, doesn't touch carbs. I don't, I don't think so. But they did him so dirty in 2K23. He posted a picture. He's like, come on, guys. Really? He's like, I'm jacked. Like, come on. Oh, they, is he, he tiny? They, they just didn't like put the effort right. into, I think, him. Because he is someone who is a unit. He's a monster. So Gallus agrees that they'll, they'll play with the Creeds here. And, uh, well, the Creeds get spanked in some, in some pool here and they lose. And they say, well, you know, eight ball was never our game. But let's play, let's, let's play some darts. So the, the Gallus lads. I've never heard anyone refer to darts as this. Arrows. Throw some arrows, eh? And Wolfgang says it like four times. Arrows. He's like, oh, I just have you down as an archer. Oh, throwing some more arrows there. Pure Gallus. Uh, so the Creeds are actually like beating the Gallus lads at the, at the arrows Wolfgang here. Wolfgang is terrible at darts. I feel like I'm not very good. No, but like, I mean, look at him. He should be good at darts. He looks like a dart player. But he's like, he did say dance isn't really my game, but yeah. he's like just not even like hitting the board properly. Yeah, I, I, I don't trust myself with actual darts. Like this is those machine, these are like plastic things that go into the mm. thing that they're playing here. But I, whenever I've been at a bar, like in Japan, they're really popular to play darts. And like some of them have real, I don't feel, I don't remember what movie it is when someone gets a dart in someone's head. Multiple. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be that yeah, guy. You're okay. Yeah. But like, I, I am not good at it. They go wild and fly. I, I'm really terrible at darts. So That's I can right, understand. Man. But then I watched Ted Lasso and you know, you never know. Who could be a good dart player? Have you started player? the new season yet? No, I haven't, no, but either. like yeah. the famous dart scene in that oh, show. Oh, true. Uh, speaking of Ted Lasso, spoke at the White House yesterday. Ted Lasso did? <laughs> yeah, legit. <laughs> like the whole cast. Is Trump arrested? What's going on there? That's what the press conference was. That's why Ted Lasso was at the, <laughs> at the White House. We did it, believe. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, back to Big Daddies. I don't follow the real world. I'm just, you know, wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, at Big Daddy's, the Creed's smashed Gallus in darts. And uh, they're like, oh, like, I guess it's pretty even. And we, we better find a way to even this out because it's 1-1. And the Creed's say, I know a way we can even the things. A title shot at Stand and Deliver. And they say, ah, you archers, all right. So they go to leave the bar. When they do leave the bar, it, this is like playing Grand Theft Auto here. Tony D'Angelo... And stacks are just hanging they had out. The same idea. They knew that Big Daddy's is where you go for title. And shots. they're like, "Hey, what's going on? You guys playing? Like you're drinking? We want a party too." So they they all go back into the bar, and then it like what, like cuts away. They, they're laughing. And they're like, "Ah, stand and deliver. Next round's on the Don and the underboss. We're gonna stand and deliver some business." <laughs> That's not even a. It's <laughs> not even that. Like. We're gonna stand and deliver some business. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then they do the classic mob boss laugh <laughs> as they all go back and they get in the bar. So should all... we just talk about the second bit now? I guess so. Yeah. Segment. So after they're drinking and like time goes by later on here, where finally we see them. I'm trying to find where there's it a bunch must... of arrows on the floor. It must <laughs> arrows. Yeah. 
That's what they called him, right? All right. Like literally by the end of the night. This is yeah. like the second last thing in the show. But we go back to the bar and it's all of them just like laid out drunk. Like the pool cues all around the, the, the triangles around Brutus's head. They're lying on the floor. There's bottles everywhere. All of them had very bad drunk hangover, hungover acting, I thought. Yeah. I didn't believe any of them. Like they're like, oh, they're playing hungover, but they they're should playing, still be drunk. They should I, still just be drunk. Yeah. So uh, they're like, oh, this is like a fever dream. And they say, uh, you know, this is a nice place, this bar, but it needs a broom. And they say, Tony, don't you have a cleaning service? And he's like, yeah, but that one's a different kind of cleaning service. And then they say, hey, look, we've we've partied a lot. I don't really quite understand this, but hey, we partied a lot. We played pool and darts and drank. I guess we get a title shot, too. Right. And they're like. Yeah, triple threat. So there you have it. Triple threat tag team title match announced for Santa Deliver. And we had to see this amazing bar segment. This was terrible. <laughs> I, Call I, me old-fashioned, but I like my like title matches, feuds being set up. Not Could have done us something, just, yeah. There wasn't any drama or anything. It was just these lads having a fun time at the bar yeah. and agreeing to a match. Because right. everyone's a babyface now, I guess. Yeah. These three teams. Everyone seems babyface in this. But. Yeah, I, I find it a bit... This doesn't really work for me in uh, wrestling. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's like all of them are trying to be funny and cool, so all of them don't seem that way. None of them do. Yeah, no. so there's like something that's just not clicking. I think the match will be good, don't get me wrong. I would have just preferred the two-on-two, but... It's just... It's... I get, and maybe it's more important for NXT because it's developmental more than your main roster with the, trying to get everyone on the show. But every match, like bar uh, your um, Waller and Gargano in the main event, are multi-man. And I right. feel we've had triple threat tags for the last, I don't know how many. Or four ways as well. Or four had, ways yeah. for the last so many pay-per-views. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, and I think this is a very lazy way to go about doing it. It, it was a weird way to go to about this. Like, from the Creed's point of view, they've just been going for six months, it feels like, within Deshir, going back and forth, with Ivy going like, no, just go for the titles. Right. And now they finally put Indeshir behind them. So, uh, should we have Paul down at Big Daddy's and get a title shot? Yeah. Seems like, a bit easy. It's just like, they should just be bad guys. Real, at, like Who, at this Creed's? The Gallus. I feel like they're dropping the titles to the Creeds. Mm. I, I feel like they're not going to be going forward as champion, which which they found a groove, I think, wrestling-wise. I definitely like think they've improved for sure, but to have them this weird babyface but not babyface role is a little bizarre. They're just dull. Aren't yeah, they? it's like I just don't understand what they are trying to yeah. to to be here. Like br- Brawling Brutes, like Kmart version, essentially. Yeah. Scottish version. Uh, I could understand them more, though. I'll give them that <laughs> credit. <Right. laughs> Um, we then go, where were we? Well, that was the big bar. Lyra then runs up a bunch of stairs. Yeah, we cut to this video for Lyra Valkyria and Bird Lady, for those keeping track, keeping score at home. Bird Lady's in this empty building. She's running upstairs, training. She's running up that hill. She's, uh, there's just epic music playing as she then jumps through and breaks through a window. I don't know if that was quite necessary in your training, but looked cool. And then she says, LA, get ready. As she looks out a window of this like empty building as there's like digital birds now flying outside as she just stares. And she says, get ready to soar. Soar. She's flying to stand and deliver. Yeah, that's right. She's in a match later tonight to Mm -hmm. see if she will be soaring to LA. I almost felt this tipped it off. I mean, I figured she'd win the match yeah. anyway, but it just felt a bit weird playing this before the match. Yeah, 
I, f- I was like, oh, she's already in, right? Yeah. Oh, no. oh, she's not. We go to Gigi backstage with Mackenzie. She says, JC, you know, I know you got hurt, but sorry, not sorry. You kind of brought that on yourself. So now you can watch at home when I go to LA and win the ladder match. And last time I was in a ladder match, I won. So I'm willing to do what it takes. When Tiffany Stratton walks in and she says, love the confidence, but your chances just went from possible to screwed just like everyone else in this match because I'm in it. And that title is mine. And I just had a Tiffany epiphany. I'm going to the Tiffy top. Toodles. And walks off. I feel like there could be something. I definitely see uh, Roxanne in this. I'm starting to question whether this is a way to get the title off Roxanne, maybe. Right. In this match. And maybe have it. Tiffany wins this thing with Roxanne chasing to get it back, perhaps. Either way, I think you're coming out of stand deliver, and that's probably going to be the feud, Tiffany and Roxanne. I would, li- I would think so, yeah. Tiffany is someone who's who's picked up so fast. Like, the match earlier was pretty good. Her promos, her character, like, everything has been hitting. Like, I think her character's enough alone to carry this title. Yeah, interesting. yeah. Yeah, I see, I see her becoming NXT Women's Champ, whether it's at stand deliver or at least this year. But by, by next year, she would be big star in WWE yeah. main roster. Absolutely, no questions asked. To the Tiffy top. We go to Wesley, who comes out to the middle of the ring. He says, uh, how you guys doing? He goes, do you guys like my open challenges? Yeah. Everyone says, yeah, probably not Booker, Booker. T. No. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. He then says, uh, people keep asking me, why Why do I keep doing this? Why do I roll the dice? One day my number's going to come. He says, well, I need to prove it to the guy in the mirror. I need to prove it to myself. And that's why I have this, This was it a five-way mm-hmm. at the pay-per-view? When Dragon Lee comes out no relation to wesley are you sure we're not quite sure no not quite possible on that they could be cousins dragon lee comes out and says thank you all it's nice to be here and it says it's nice to meet you wes uh he speaks a little in spanish but when he returns to english he says i want chaos i love it and i want to be in los angeles and i want to be against you so basically stakes his claim for a spot in this match and wes is like yeah absolutely you're in when jd mcdonough comes out and he goes, why are you giving this guy a match? You should be looking at my match tonight and I should be added into the match. And why don't you sit ringside while I rip Ilya apart? So that kind of sets up for our next I match. I kind of like Wes has this, it's almost like Orange Cassidy's attitude with the, with the international title where he's like, yeah, you want a match? Sure. But yeah. Wes is like so happy about it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. you can have a match. You can have a match. Um. Yeah, uh, I thought Dragon Lee sounded pretty good. He did, well, yeah, for a, for a first promo and stuff. I yeah, thought it sounded decent. I thought so too. Uh, then felt very like right away seeing him sat by commentary for the next match. It felt like, oh right, you're right in WWE now already. <laughs> Welcome to WWE. Your debut, <laughs> like, you sat in a chair. Yeah. yeah, I I feel like you didn't even need to see him. You could have just put him into the match. Yeah. for the first like thing, it would have given that thing. But well, we had the interview last week. Yeah, so I guess they've kind of debuted him. We see a commercial for Ms. WrestleMania, the musical. It gave me very MJF Chris Jericho vibes. So is he doing, is this just to promote WrestleMania or is he doing a musical thing at WrestleMania? Because he's hosting it, isn't he? I think it shows he's doing like a live musical. He's the new Flo Rida. They so couldn't get the weekend like live. like a Tony Award style open to WrestleMania. That would be pretty fun. I think that's what he's going to do. I think he, do. that should be great. Did What award did 
MJF get? Did he get a, like an honorary Tony uh, or something? He got something. Not a Tony, no. He got uh, like New York Times. Some, some award Tony. for that segment, yeah. right? Yeah. It looked very similar, but it's show business singing and stuff. But Who could you have involved? Uh, some LA people. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Pamela Anderson. I don't know. LA, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Kim Kardashian. Any other Kardashian. I'm trying to think things in the Oscars and things. Then they oh, then go through right. the audience and Brent, to the celebrities sat in the crowd. Brendan Fraser. Get him involved. Yeah. Michelle Yeo. I don't know. There could be some. I don't, I don't know. But I hope it's good. Probably yeah. won't be. <laughs> be a good way to kick off the show. We see Indy Hartwell. This is from NXT Anonymous. Yeah. And she's pissed. She's walking around backstage. She can't believe she lost her match when she sees Zoe Stark watching her. And she says, What are you looking at? Zoe says, Well, I'm not looking at the next champ. <laughs> <laughs> so Indy still treading on, Am I a heel? Everything sucks. Ugh, she's just that like. She just needs to find Dexter again, doesn't she? Yeah. Because she, she's kind of been this moany baby face for quite a while yeah and then they positioned her in that uh was it the iron survivor where commentary just kept on saying oh big fan favorite indy hartwell and it's like she hasn't really been acting like that now she's losing again kicking around stuff it's i don't know what they're doing with indy i don't know what to do with it i don't know what i'd do like if i was booking her like she's very very lost there and i feel (laughs) she's starting to come a bit of an Aaliyah, where she's just going to be here forever Remember her friend who was released? What was her name? Oh, man. Um, yeah. She's now Landa, in GCW. Stephanie Landa. Yeah, she's right. now with Ryder in uh, GCW. Right. She wasn't at the show in Toronto, yeah. but she's like her, his new muscle, which is pretty cool to mm. see that. But Indy, yeah, she's good. It's just like, not sure. I know the index thing worked, so why not would you just run with that? Even if you're just like managing each other. Yeah. You know, something like that. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they don't want to do that. Anymore. Well, yeah. we, we go to another segment, which we know we were waiting for this one kiana james approaches well sorry i think it's fallon approaching kiana like you you witch you know what you've done i can't believe you and kiana's like yo what are you talking about she goes i know i know about sebastian <gasps> kiana acts a little scared a little shocked she goes I, I i can explain she says save it i don't know what you're trying to do but i I went to your office. She says, what? You went to my office? How'd you get past security? I know how to get past security. And I looked at your stuff and I saw the, the card. I know that you're cheating on Brooks and I'm going to tell him. Brooks's family, I can't believe you. And Kiana's like, no, don't screw this up. Don't screw this. Like, we have a title match. You could, you could ruin everything. Mm. So tensions rising between the women's tag champions. But I, do, you think, do you think Brooks watches the show? <laughs> Clearly, I don't know if he has a TV. He's a millennial. He's like nine, He's like 20. He doesn't have cable, so... Yeah, so maybe he can't figure out how to watch wrestling. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you should ask Cody. But mate, I mean, you know, when I, like... Do you listen back to the show anymore? When we, After we record? I listen back to when me and Jordan were talking about horses. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, anyone would. But I mean, I haven't listened back to yeah. the show for a long time. So maybe so he's maybe, like... You know, I, once I'm done work, I, I switch off. He's like, ah, I'm not even at Stand and Deliver. I could take a few weeks off, just you know. But Kiana's his girl. He should be there. And Kiana didn't deny it here. No, Sebastian. Mm. And she was like, oh shit. My well, God. we go from the soap opera drama to a pretty awesome wrestling match. We definitely check recommend checking this one out. Ilya Dragunov versus JD McDonough. NXT UK collides here tonight. Uh, Dragunov famously beat Dragunov. Sorry. 
he beat JD. Ilya beat JD to send him packing mm-hmm. here. He then followed him. They had this th- the storyline last week saying like, "Hey, like you you sent me packing. Now you followed me. What's the deal? You can't quit me. Something something visas. Mm-hmm. Something something rip NXT UK. And we're here tonight. So uh, we kind of assumed that the winner of this would be added to that North American title match, but." As soon as you saw Dragon Lee and Wes and all them chilling, sitting there, you're like, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. But a pretty sweet match. Right away, Dragonov out the gate just hits crazy strikes to, to JD. Uh, Dragonov hits this pump boot right to the face and then just starts hitting him with these like forearms and, and smashes. Uh, JD comes back and lays him out and hits this crazy slingshot tope spinning spiral tap into the ring. Just insane. Uh, they then are back up to their feet, like striking and exchanges. There's German suplexes with bridges. There's the Constantine special, which is just nuts. It's definitely one of my favorite lariats there. But JD kicks out of it. Uh, there's then an overthrow by the hair from JD from the top rope for a near fall. And then JD throws him out the ring as Dragunov, like takes a nasty back bump over the apron as they go to break. When we come back, JD is just putting the boots to him and hits this nasty-looking DDT, but Ilya gets up and kicks out, and then they're just chopping away at each other, but never have a chop battle with this crazy Russian because he just starts leveling JD. His chest, in a se- in a matter of seconds, the guy's chest went different colors because this guy starts doing the kibashi chops mm. in the corner. He's doing all that. And then I don't know what to call this, but the dragon off. This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister and putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Of suplex, the, the, the three-handled credential oh, or whatever. One, like, yeah, the deadlift, like, low waist lock groin like lift pick up and then just the way he slammed wow. him like the, this slam had a Beast. thud yeah putting his entire body weight into it looked awesome jd kicks out of that somehow comes back with german suplexes of his own i think he hits like three of them but then a roundhouse from Ilya. they're just going back and forth Ilya goes for his running cannon what is it, the headbutt the bullet the torpedo yeah he goes for that but in midair is countered into a like choke sit like oh man just beautiful here they're both he gets out of that they're both killing each other 
And then when Dra- when Dragonov gets to his feet, Ilya stands up and JD is laying down and kind of looks up at him, but his body is lifted up. Dragonov comes down, like cocks back. This is a real Superman It's almost forearm. like Superman punch, but a forearm with the entire like gravity behind it. Sends JD McDonough to the fantasy realm, to the other worlds here. And somehow this wasn't it. He lays him out and then he... The match is still continuing. I don't know how. And then they're starting to fight ringside when JD accidentally hits Dragon Lee, who's sitting next, and then dodges uh, Ilya, and then Ilya accidentally hits him. So they're all kind of hitting each other. So Dragon Lee gets fed up. Welcome to WWE. So he starts beating both of them up, which causes a double disqualification, which then Wes comes out and hits a tope cannonball to all of them. And basically says, you know what, you two are in the match as well. Normally I'd be like mad at a finish like this as with a match as good. But in a way I was grateful because I this is a match that I feel should be on a premium live event. Yeah. And then when I found out it wasn't even main eventing tonight, I was like, man, I felt this way, left it open that after this five way at the pay-per-view, we can still have this singles and hopefully on with even more time and more of a definitive finish. Um, I really liked it. I, When Walter, Gunther, moved up to the main roster, everyone was kind of concerned, like, are they going to change what's special about him? And they've done a great job with not. I think Ilya is someone who I would love to see on the main roster as he is like this, because no one is like him. And the way, like, some of his strikes look so deadly that I think it would be quite jarring to see on the main roster, which has a pretty cookie-cutter, formulaic form of wrestling and the way we see wrestling. His viciousness and and everything is so unique. And I think if they don't, you know, calm him down, I think he'd be very interesting to see on the main roster. Yeah, he's this this was awesome. Easily one of the best NXT TV matches. And it still had a screwy finish, but would definitely cherry pick this and recommend people checking this out. But I'm happy both of them are getting the slot. We figured that yeah. last week. But we we're happy that they'll be both be featured. I would have been happy with this on the show, but being added to this match, this match sounds like it could be this absolutely be yeah. bonkers with what's going on here. So uh I'm really really pleased actually that this one isn't a ladder match. Yeah. Because I think you're going to get some incredible wrestling between the five. Yeah. Like we had that, um, you know, it was the, was it Gargano, Adam Cole, was it Champa, O'Reilly and Cross or something like that? You know, there was that the five way, which was excellent. Yeah. It was some of your in best your house, people yeah. and Cross. Um, <laughs> Finn, was it? Was he in there? I think. Maybe. Yeah, and I feel this could Wasn't be... Wasn't Ilya in level. one of the... Or was that the one with Braun a little while back There was well? Braun, Ilya, and JD. Yeah, see, like, again, the, the mix of these two, they go really well together. I really love this match and love the back and forth, so can't wait for that match. Uh, we'll see who the, the final person is added next week, maybe, possibly. We go to Carmelo, Hayes, and Trick. They go to see Braun Breaker... And they again say, look, we don't want that co- coexist stuff. We want none of that. We just want the best brawn and the best mellow. So let's face these two and get it over with. And it's good doing business with you. And Braun's like, all right, we'll get the best. We'll, we'll get rid of these guys and it'll just be us. I like how he's to trick. Like, I know you're always up to something. I know you're yeah. being sneaky. Like, stop Trick's it. Trick's like, no, just good doing business with you. It's fine. Yeah, they're kind of getting in his head a little bit, maybe. Did you see Bron Snickers commercial with AJ Styles? AJ, yeah. 
What do you think? Uh, he made me laugh. It both made do, me do laugh. Do you think both have a future in Hollywood when they want to <laughs> leave some wrestling? Never say never. AJ, no. AJ, no. <laughs> no. He wouldn't do too good in the Hollywood I could, community. I could see AJ in a sitcom, like, as, like, I know the neurotic neighbor, and he's basically just AJ Styles' character. Right. I could see Braun eventually. He's big. Could be in big action movies, but we've seen him act in that uh, Joe Gacy feud, and I don't know. Yeah, didn't do him any favors, but yeah, I don't know. They didn't make me want to buy Snickers. So. No, so yeah, no, no, they definitely didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I never want to subscribe to Cricket Phone Mobile or whatever because no. WWE always do those. It's always Charlotte talking to the Cricket. Yeah, like, hey, do you got good wireless? We don't <laughs> do you even got good wireless. <laughs> we don't even have Cricket in Canada, but you know, do if you ever, we did, we wouldn't have it. You know, talk. Ta- so let me talk about how I don't have YouTube premium. So whenever there's ads that stop me from watching things, I'll go out of my way to purposely not buy those things. <laughs> Anyways, this podcast brought to you by <laughs> Ricotta or some shit, probably. Yeah. Shout out. I love Ricotta now. Ricotta? Yeah, I used to hate it, but I love it now. Uh, what I'm else sorry, is going man. on this show? We get the, hey, we're talking about a career in, in commercials and Snickers and stuff. What about the, the commercial they aired here? This was the first time seeing this one in full for me. Oh, the 40-year-old virgin? Yeah, yeah. The, the banger bros, Drew, Seamus, Pete Dunn, and Ridge doing the 40-year-old virgin like chest-waxing scene, which was pretty funny. They did a good job of making it look like it was the actual movie, the way they were dressed. I like Butch, who kept on like, trying to get into rip off son. <laughs> uh, I love his, because what, it, it's Steve... Carell. Carell, who's like, ah, oh, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. So here it's like, ah, oh, Jim Duggan, ah, oh, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> You know, it was the Oscars the other week. This, I kept on thinking they were saying the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. The Banshees of... <laughs> Inner Sheeran. I kept on... I was like, what's his Ed I Sheeran film? I heard it's a good film? movie. Yeah, I like the... It's the director of Three Billboards and In Bruges. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's got a donkey in it. No, a donkey? An Irish donkey. I love this uh, commercial. This one might yeah, be my favorite This so is the far. best one so far. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the Goodfellas one. It hasn't fully come out I yet. I think that's coming out next week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but this one was yeah the best so far. We need a an Austin one to to wrap. That's what they did at WrestleMania 21. They waited to air, that started the show with airing that. Well, one. I guess that's why it's Roman this time. Yeah, unless there could be a secret one, secret Austin one to start it off. Gladiator two. They, they're, they're making that, right? that yeah. movie. Yeah, with Stone Cold. Uh no. With uh thing. Yeah, with thing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley's backstage. He's he's talking about how there's one more spot left for his North American title match. When Axiom walks in and goes, "Hey, remember when I followed you for like that whole day and then never got the match? Like, what's up with that? Should I, should I not be added to this match?" And which makes complete sense. And Wes goes, "Nah. Instead, <laughs> you'll get a shot next week in a battle royal, Against y'all. Nineteen other people, <laughs> twenty like, dudes. Wes is being pretty heelish here." Dragon Lee hasn't even wrestled here yet. He just showed up in a nice shirt. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, man, you can have a match. I want chaos. JD and Ilya, like, They're busy. didn't even have a winner. They're, They're fighting. fighting with each other. Why? Axiom's asked politely. He's asked politely for, like, three weeks now. Wes is like, ah, oh, man, you're just not fast enough. Other, other people want it too. I might, like, Quincy Jones might want a shot. Quincy Jones? Quincy Elliott. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Axiom's got to fight. Axiom's got to like turn heelish and beat Wes up. Next I think week. Axiom wins the title. 
Yeah. At this point, if this is the story, he's got to do all this stuff for no reason. He's like, yo, what did these guys do to get mm. this opportunity? What the hell, man? Yeah, could be. Johnny Gargano music hits, but Johnny Gargano does not come out. Instead, it's Big Body Javi. Mm. Yes, don't adjust. Kind of dressed like Gargano here. Like he looks wearing a like jacket and jeans and sneakers. Yeah, uh, like budget. Yeah, Gargano. Yeah, he says you thought it was Johnny, didn't you? Well, yeah, his music hit. <laughs> you were wrong. He says now I am the heart and soul of NXT. He says how many Christmas albums did Johnny Gargano sell? Exactly, referring to his big hobby Christmas albums. Uh, that may or may not exist. He then says, between us, me and Johnny are triple crown champions. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. Johnny's music hits for real this time. Now I've heard this remix twice in a row. I still don't like it's it. It's so bad. Do the work. No one's going to do, do it, it for, for you. you. That's the best bit. Johnny walks out just like no, just acting really upset. Doesn't do his entrance. Doesn't you know pander to the crowd. Walks right into the ring and just starts beating the hell out of Javi here. He throws him around the ring steps. Throws him around. The, throws him into the crowd. And grabs a mic and he says, Grayson Waller, I know you're somewhere here, but you're just too scared to face me. You made things way too personal. So you want to do that? Well, I want to raise the stakes. April 1st, stand and deliver. I want you in a specific match, a match I know very well. I want no rules. I want an unsanctioned match. And he pulls out a contract. He says, I know... That you're you're too scared to come answer this, but I want you to know no one is liable for what I do to you. So Waller shows up on the screen and starts talking to him, wearing a Candice LeRae t-shirt, and uh, says like, oh, you want this thing? Well, I'll sign the contract, but I want you to give it to your pal Vic, and he can give it to me next week, and I'll sign it. But you cannot show up next week. And if you do, the match is off. I won't sign it. So Johnny says, sure. So he... He gives this to to Vic, and Vic says, all right, I'll hold on to this, and Waller will sign it next week. I like Johnny's aggression here. We haven't really seen uh, Johnny like this for quite a while. He then beating the fuck out of... Yeah, ha- Javi, after the segment, like Javi then gets back into the ring and just eats a super kick. Yeah. Shawn Michaels style from Johnny. It's the little things with Johnny Gargano, Davey. We've been following the golden era of, mm. of NXT. I, I'd say Mr. NXT is Johnny Gargano. Did you see what he was wearing? His little jacket or his hoodie or whatever his thing, his emblem mm. was his normal emblem with the, you know, his lo- Johnny's logos, yeah. like the happy face thing or the whatever. It was the symbiote. Oh. So okay. we've only seen Johnny rock the Venom because he's always Spider-Man. But when he gets pissed off, yeah. he becomes that Venom. So maybe we'll see the, the black suit Spidey at Stand and Deliver mixed, mixed in with Shawn Michaels. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Naturally. Um, yeah, I, I like this segment. I'm really looking forward to this match. I I really I I like Waller in ring and I, I'd like to see him really step up and, and have a, you know, Johnny Gargano worthy takeover style match. Uh and I I think they could. And I wasn't hugely keen on the angle last week, but as we said in a in a kind of hype video for this match, I'm sure they'll cut it together pretty well. I thought this was a step forward. Both came across really well in there. I like how Waller's using Javi as like a scapegoat here. Yeah. To, he knows he'll go get beat up and stuff like that. So it was it was pretty good. And Javi was pretty funny. And Johnny super kicking him at the end made a justice. But I mean, clearly this is leading to, hey, your pal Vic is going to give me this and you're not supposed to be there. Vic. Is Vic getting beat Vic, up? Vic, you're getting, you're getting beat up. 
Jesus. Or does Johnny wait for him to sign it, then shows up to save him? And super kicks him. Right. Yeah, because Johnny hasn't really had the upper hand at all yet, has he? No. He's winning the match, though. Yeah. So. (laughs) We see a video here, and it says, There are more to us than you think. My heritage. My background, my lifestyle, and we see this this guy in the woods. We see this like uh, we see like a dream catcher and feathers, and we see like a DJ in the woods. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there, but yeah. uh, it shows the northern lights essentially, and it's like this like edited video of like the guy looking up, and it says Eddie Thorpe coming to NXT next week. Who's this again? Who Eddie Thorpe, uh, formerly known as Carl Fredericks. From Carl New Fredericks. Japan Dojo, essentially. Okay. So Eddie he's, Thorpe. He's a he's a forest DJ. <laughs> We've seen a lot of characters. Sorry, here. what's the name again? Eddie Thorpe. Eddie. Th- no, who was he? Carl Fredericks. Carl Fredericks. That's the one. Yeah. So I guess he's going with uh, some sort of gimmick with that, the Northern Lights or something. He's he's native, is he? Uh, well, I, I, I would assume with from the this dream catchers and yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of down for that. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it reminded oh, what's a tribe called Red? There's this like uh, they recently changed their name. Uh, Damien from Fucked Up is is I think boys okay. with them. They do they do a lot of their videos are like this where there's like a DJ in the woods and the music's blaring and things. So it, I got vibes of that. I need the you know the 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 woods DJ with the crow lady and the witches just having yeah. A time. I, Am, am I crazy? I thought this was Eve. Just like <laughs> I thought, the first few seconds of this were for the, the witches. witches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. DJ, who, who else would fit in the the witch rave, the witch woodland rave? Well, we got Eddie Thorpe DJing. What well, I mean, I mean Wakeem Wakeem Phoenix. Yeah, we need to get Joaquin, back him back. Yeah. Phoenix Wakeem Wild. Wakeem Wild DJing DJZ. Uh, yeah, what other weird... The witches, obviously, hanging out in the woods. That fits. Who else loves... Oh, uh, oh. Vaughn, Vaughn and Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. Never You've got um, Aura Mensa, isn't he a DJ as well? Yeah, he's a DJ. He's doing the second set. Yeah. Could be a silent disco where back you, to you back. flick between... Back to back. Eddie Thorpe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty sick. I, I go to an NXT rave in the woods. Yeah. I mean, Pre- you know... Priest would be there. You know Katana and Caden would be there. They'd be there. Yeah, Damien so, Priest... Oh yeah, love a, for sure. A He's a vampire. Grave. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, uh, I want to go. When is book this? It. Book it. But next Eddie week? Thorpe is wrestling next week. Yeah, so I can't wait. Okay, we'll cool. Have to see, can't wait. We then go to. Was it more witches? No, it wasn't witches. We go to Ivy Nile, and she's backstage. And she's being interviewed for her match later against Lyra. She says that she's a little upset with Tatum Paxley about how she turned on her last week. And she says, I, I don't trust many people, but I decided to trust her. And, well, I got burned. And she says that, uh, you know, I, I, I let her into Diamond Mind. And she wanted to do her own thing. And that was fine. But uh, it seems that's over with now. And I'm going to have to get some revenge on some, some Tatum. Yeah, she kind of says uh, that we always saw her as part of Diamond Mind. Because that's something that we've always been. Has Is Tatum actually a member of Diamond Mind or just hanging around? And she's like, oh, we always saw her as part of it. She's just a little out there. Yeah, out there. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Ivy sounds great on the mic, to be honest. I yeah. Um, I think she really needs to improve on that. I like her in the ring. I think she does have a a good look and a good presence. But this whole sort of the stuff with the creeds, I, I always thought didn't quite work. And this, I'm 
early days, but I'm not really sold on this feud um, yeah. from this. Well, we go to Hank Walker, a video here where he's talking about how he's had a hell of a ride here in NXT thus far. He started off as a security guard. It shows footage of him being a rent-a-cop here. He's had his ups and downs. It's just him explaining. It's like a Wonder Years segment. This here. guy has had a bigger story arc than some wrestlers who have been there for like 13 years. years. Yeah. He's like, uh, I've been security. I've made new friends. Hell, I even got a mentor in Drew Gulak. I even got myself new gear, some boots, but... In the end, uh, I lost my mentor. He left me. He turned on me. But I guess that's just the way things go. So uh, I learned deep down that I don't need to change who I am. I'm perfect the way I am, and I'll be a great NXT superstar. And it kind of cuts from that video to Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey watching this video in their locker room. And Dempsey says, huh, cute. <laughs> and... Uh, that he still lacks that killer instinct. And Drew's like, yeah, he just doesn't have it. It will never be more than just a really nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Charlie Dempsey still looks a lot like Butch. Yeah. Uh, I I quite like this sort of just recap of Hank's entire story. Yeah. Like, he's had a hell of a run so hell far in run. NXT. Hank. And then the sort of, it was like a movie, like fade away from this to the, the villains like looking on and ah, the evil witch watching in was, the snow globe. Wasn't it? it really was. <laughs> These two villains like, Mwahaha. no, he still hasn't got it. I my pretties. <laughs> we're going to go to this match eventually again. It, well, it's got to be Drew and Hank. Hank. Yeah, Dream we've match. had Charlie Hank a few times. Yeah. I like uh, Charlie and Gulak together mm. though. They're being mean guys. We go to the Dojo Lady versus the Bird Lady, Ivy Nile versus Lyra Valkyria. Uh, we get some really good actual mat wrestling and kind of chain wrestling here. They keep trying to sweep each other's legs and go for different leg submissions and leg holds. Uh, I thought they meshed well together. Uh, they also start like using strikes, and they both roundhouse kick each other at the same time, knocking each other down. Ivy gains control, and she starts hitting this like huge gut-wrench suplexes, trying to get some near falls. Eventually, she's rolled through, and Lyra hits her with a spinning roundhouse kick just like the one two three kid mm. kind of like booker kind of like rico yes that spin yes. kick here and gets the one two three and she will fly to los angeles because she's now in the ladder match for the women's title yeah i think this is uh the right move as well she kind of called her shot for the title a few weeks ago in a vignette and uh, i think there's more to go with lyra being in the match um yeah, I, I, I quite like this. I thought both looked really good against each other. Um, Ivy, I feel... I hope this Tatum feud elevates her a bit because I feel she's good, but she's been in this position for quite a while now, whereas we're seeing some of the other girls kind of Step have up. title opportunities and being in main events, and then people have just come in like, um, like Alira being into that position. So... I wonder how long Ivy's just going to be floating around in this role because I do think she's good. Yeah, I, I think she's good wrestler-wise. And, and so, you know, not seeing too much of Valkyria here, like mm -hmm. she's definitely improved. And I, 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 it definitely shows some depth, some mm -hmm. potential, really. And seeing her in the ladder match could be pretty sweet. So, yeah, uh, she will be entered into the match. And they're still kind of saying that some other people will be in it too, including Roxanne. Mm. possibly maybe uh we just got a tweet from someone possibly listening shout out uh to real for you who says eddie thorpe is a dj in real life so ah. therefore he is allowed to be a dj Mensa's definitely got a bone to pick with him then because we haven't seen that guy in 
forever on NXT. So the Battle of the DJs uh, here in NXT. I'm down with that, actually. We go to Wesley backstage. Sorry, Fallon Henley backstage. She's walking and she's attacked. It looked like it was the like Shockmaster spark thing. Right. It was so not even on camera. Just like this like spark bang, which then <laughs> the witches attack Fallon here. They put the boots to her as they're laughing. But Kiana James runs in and saves her and, and it's a giant pull apart. And then Kiana's with Fallon and she's like, I told you, I got you, I got you. And she says, please, like, leave it to me. Wait for next Saturday and I'll tell Brooks. Like, we've got to get through this match, but please let me tell Brooks. He, ho- like, hopefully he's still not watching. <laughs> yeah. All right. My theory this week. Okay. I think, you know, it's, it's 2023. It's a hard world out there for single people. People date more than one people until you say, you know, the E word. That we're exclusive. Oh, okay. I think Kiana might have been seeing this Sebastian before she started seeing Brooks and might have been double dating for a bit. But then that day she had dinner with um, and that morning, maybe she said, no, Sebastian, I'm just with Brooks. But now Brooks is about to find out about Sebastian that she was seeing two people at the same time. But now she's all for Brooks and she wants to and, be exclusive. And meanwhile, Fallon loves Brooks as well, maybe, yeah. possibly. I still want to... What, what do you think? Do you think she's been cheating? Like, what's think Sebastian's code for Josh Briggs? Yeah, <laughs> wow. it was me. Wow. Boots him in the face. Wow, cuts his mullet. Leonard Skinner sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Spits on him. You know that would be the ultimate. I would cry. And they they bought the bar <laughs> somehow. I we own the bar now. Get out of here, <laughs> you two. No, I don't want them to split up. But yeah, I'm still intrigued. Will we see an actual Sebastian? Because she, she never, she never denied it today. So I have a feeling there's maybe been a bit of overlap, right? Which could hurt Brooks' feeling. But it's like you know, like I don't know. I thought it was just dinner. I think I thought we were just going to Olive Garden, and then I still, like I actually fell for you. Yeah, I still want to see Brooks end up with Fallon now. Fallon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we need more of that. We go to Wesley backstage. Um, he- Surin in the chat says, I'm from Portland. Everyone's Polly here rooting for a thruple. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fine. Come on, this is the, the show you have it on, isn't it, NXT? In LA? They definitely know about that in LA. Yeah. Thrupples. Thrupples, sure. I feel like you could do... Have, we haven't seen a thruple in wrestling in a long time. Nydia what? and Jamie Noble definitely did some of that. What about the Bashams? Was that a thruple? Yeah. That was Te- kind of something else going uh, on there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Billy Chuck, no, it was Billy and Chuck. Rico wasn't part of that, really. No, um, but I would be, I'd be, I'd be into that. Like, I do, I do still see Kiana makes like a swerve. That's still like, no, I wasn't cheating on him at all. Like something along those lines. That's still. Like, I think she genuinely likes Brooks. Right. I do. <laughs> you're you're I really do. invested in this story. This is it's the best. Thing you watch soap operas too. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it. Uh. Well, Wes is walking. I just need to talk about Wes walking down this damn hallway because <laughs> he's like, uh, who you got next week? And Wes is like, I don't know who I got next week. And then he walks and then we see Jinder Mahal walk in and go, hey, Wes, I'll see you at Stand and Deliver. Hey, Wes, I'm still in NXT. And then turns around and walks off and then Dijak, hey, don't forget about me. And then turns and walks off. We're not finished yet. And then Wes sees Daba Kato. 
and says, I'll see you at Stand and Deliver. So will we see the last dab at so Stand and Deliver? So Axiom's eliminating Dabakado at the end. Yeah. Or Apollo is still going to be mad and he takes Well, it. we know Axiom's good with numbers, so he'll be okay with 19 other men in yeah. the ring. But yeah, I thought this was so video game Esque. like this felt like funny. here comes the pain where you're like your guy walks past them in the back it was it's like then the gender just robotically turns away and walks off it needed a comedy person for the last one like <laughs> yeah. babatunde and then i don't know wendy choose there or something <laughs> I, yeah sure i don't know man I'm tired. well we go to, you want comedy is that what you want in wrestling no okay Why? well in, well then let's talk about the great debate oh my word this happened yeah we go to the great debate. We see this debate master, this guy named Blake Howard. Yeah, they, they said new NXT correspondent. So maybe nice. we'll see more of Blake. Shut Howard. up, Blake. Uh, he's got like the two tables with the schism and then with Chase U. And then like each side has like students, students in red and followers. then the schism people in black with the happy faces Masks. and stuff. So the schism and uh, Andrew, <laughs> and Andre Chase University, sorry. Uh, they, they're gonna battle here, and that's when we get them debating. Uh, the schism start off here, it's, uh, what's his face? Mick Jagger? Uh, Jagger Reed. Rip Fowler starts. Rip Fowler is? Rip Fowler. The bald one. Is. Which one's Zach. Rip? Which one's Rip? What's, what's <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the, what's the FTR? Which one's which Dash? One's, uh, which one's Dawson? Which one's Dawson? Which yeah, one's you can do Dash? the same thing. Which one's Rip? Which, which one's, one's Fowler? Fowler? Which one's Jagger? <laughs> Get your shoes off for Fowler. <laughs> yeah, because it's Jagger. This is how I remember it. Yeah, please tell me. Jagger Reed is James Drake. So J and J. J and J. So if you remember that, the other one is Rip Fowler. So Zach Gibson's Rip Fowler. And also Elton Prince is the blonde one. Elton John is kind of blonde, I guess, sort of. If you just say that, like Elton John's kind of blonde, sort of, you go Elton Prince is the blonde. Right, you made it more complicated. They're not even in the segment. No, no, no. You you asked me earlier. You asked me every time. I don't know which one. I couldn't, if a gun to my head, you said which one. Well, which one's Elton Prince? The blonde one. Yeah, there we go, you see? And why is it? Because Elton John's blonde. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it worked. You should be a teacher. <laughs> okay, the the great debate. Oh, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> so, uh, Rip Fowler. Rip Fowler. You know how I know it's Rip Fowler? Because he has got the foul look on his face. Yeah. He talks. He says, togetherness has been the schism. That's what it's all about. We remove our masks and prosper together. And he says, "We offered you in with open arms, Duke, but you you didn't you didn't accept. So like, what's up with that?" Duke replies, but he's not like really wanting to debate here. He's like, "Yeah, it's nice, I guess. I don't know. Inclusion, fine." He's talking exactly like that, and he's like, "I just like how I just like you know, chase you, whatever." And then sits down, and like Andre, Chase, and Thea are like, "Dude, like, what kind of de- debate was that? Like, you didn't yeah. say anything." Choked. Uh, Ava and Thea are up next, and Ava says, uh, this world is harsh, yada, yada, yada. The schism blocks all this out, and we're free and beyond. And Thea then hypes up and says, Webster's Dictionary says safety protection. It goes off and off about how the schism claims safety, but they brainwash their students. They're hazardous to this to NXT, and the crowd cheer for Thea because she was all, like, scrappy-doo here. She does her whole, like... Tyler Bate meditation thing, breathe in first Ooh, and then sah. just let's rip. So the crowd are on their side now. And then it's Gacy and Andre who have to debate here. 
And that's when they're talking and Gacy interrupts Andre Chase and just starts spewing like schisms, schismisms. When Tyler Bate, excuse me, I'll objectively have to say something here. And he jumps in and then just articulately explains that Chase U is great. He says uh, there's the physical prowess. He says there's the big, strong mind. That's what it really means to be a superstar. Andre Chase has the willingness to learn. And this like epic music starts to swirl and get crazy, like epic music from a movie or something, as he's just going off about growth and evolution. And uh, he challenges the schism to a match. And it's going to be a four-on-four match with Tyler Bate helping out Chase University. So it's intergender four and four. Yeah. With Ava Rain and Thea here. And or then is this a six man. Yeah. And then they say, no, we're not interested. We've already beat you. And Duke Hudson steps in. The first thing he said, pretty much all show here, we'll put the school on the line. Mm-hmm. And Andre's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you talking about? And the schism except because if the schism win, they gain control. They'll, they'll call it schism you. Schism you. So this match is now set with Tyler Bate stepping in to help Chase University. Russell, he's, he's doing exactly what he said. He's the Russell Brand gimmick now. Like he's, he, oh, let me quickly articulate and say a bunch of fast words. Yeah. Really nice and fancy. Maybe you'll think I know what I'm talking about <laughs> is what he, this whole segment really was. Uh, the, you know what? The match could be a lot of fun. I said they should be on the pay-per-view. Andre Chase yeah, University. I, I think it would be a pretty fun match. Again, weird way to go about yeah. booking a match. Um, but I guess it has kind of furthered the, Duke's loyalty thing. Um, do you see him turning? Cost, yeah, costing and them joining the, the schism because that's a, they, that's the thing they brought up. It's like we offered you a mask or something, and he's he went like, "Oh yeah, you did." Mm. Like, and deep down, like this Duke Hudson character is just really quite sad, isn't it? All he wants to do is like belong and be in a like he wanted to try and have his poker friends, and then he he tried to start a relationship. And then she got fired and then he found this school and he's part of it. But maybe things aren't going the way he thought he would in this family. And now this other family reaching out to him. He just wants to belong, guys. Yeah. So uh, why did I need to watch this segment then? I really hated this. Uh, I love Andre Chase University. I actually like Joe Gacy. The schism stuff definitely is not for me, but I like what Joe Gacy can do, but this was just way too silly for me. I think especially when you had the the bar segment earlier, I I could have taken one or the other tonight and been okay, but setting up two matches on your biggest show of the year, essentially, in one is because we played pool and the other is because we had a debate. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's not how I like my matches being set up in wrestling. Yeah, the comedy wasn't hitting necessarily. You know what I like? I just like a a graphic to be shown on the screen with dream match, no context, and just telling me it's a dream match. <laughs> yeah, that's the way I like it. Yeah, no, uh, I, I'm actually like, hey, put this on the show, sure, mm. if it's on the pre-show, on the actual pay per view, whatever. But that's fine. It's just this segment was just so yeah. silly, a bit too much for me. But we'll see the match. Maybe Duke does turn and cost them the school. We'll get it more like emo schism university kind of thing going than the red. Yeah, I guess. Well, we already mentioned the bar because it went from that to the the end finish segment of that bar segment, which is like just enough of this. Yeah. Different places. The the segment was like trying to go. There's a community episode about like debate. There's always like a sitcom about mm. schools with debates and stuff like it was trying to go for that, but it just didn't hit main event time. 
the tag team match playa. It's pretty deadly taking on Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. Can they coexist? We have Melo in right away, just starting to beat down on both members of Pretty Deadly. He's making light work of them. Finally, they double-team and tag in and out, and they hit him with a huge flapjack and start beating him down. Eventually, Braun comes in to even the score, and they hit this really sweet-looking double-team. You know Melo does that flying springboard clothesline, mm. just so good, like almost like the, the Mark Jindrak style. Braun launches him. They do, they do some dirty dancing where Braun takes him, spins him around. This is what? A Colossus and Wolverine, essentially, right. here, where he launches him, lawn darts him as he takes out both members of them in the ring. This was awesome. They replayed this a few times. Uh, then they come back from commercial and pretty deadly are trying to beat down on Braun here. Uh, eventually, Melo's tagged in and he's beating them both up. He He's fighting them both again and then hits this crazy-looking snap slingshot German spider suplex in between the ropes. I've never seen this be- before, but very impressive as he tries to pin both of them. Uh, but then Pretty Deadly start to beat down on Mello and not letting him tag Braun in here as they keep isolating him. They hit a standing event Omega leg drop splash combo for a near fall. They hit like the lift up alley-oop out of the corners, just slamming him down here. But eventually Mello leaps, makes the hot tag to Braun, uh, well, not too hot. The CWC still don't really like Braun too much. Uh, Braun hits a series of like huge German suplexes and clotheslines, and then the speed he runs the ropes is pretty impressive. He's I like think, a speedy guy. little dog. So this guy, he runs to go to spear uh, Kit, I think, and he misses, but almost spears Mello in the corner. And Mello's like, "Whoa, whoa, watch what you're doing!" Mello then jumps and hits a code breaker to Kit, which then Braun runs the ropes, spears him out of his damn boots. And then tags Mello back in and says, he's all yours. And allows Mello to hit the nothing but net and gets the one, two, three. And they did coexist here tonight. That was the twist. They did. They did. In kind of made it a little less yeah. dramatic in yeah. a way. I, I, I thought this was a fine main event, but there wasn't really the drama there for me. Because you've got, um, there was no way Mello and Bron were losing to Pretty Deadly. And you're you're flirting with that. Can you they coexist thing? So you just didn't do anything. So it's just a bit like it felt more of an exhibition. Whereas I, I think I'd have finished with the Ilya JD and kind of changed your setup for for that match. Maybe I didn't feel this this made me any more interested in the main event, which I thought they did a really good job last week. I was expecting a turn from Mello, just beating up Braun and being like, nah. Or at least Trick doing some Trick was taking notes. Like He was. He had a notepad and he was he was John Pollocking it. You could have maybe had Trick try to do something and Mello like, No, don't do anything. Because it's they both want each other at hundred percent. Right. Yeah. I know it was fine. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. You knew they were gonna beat pretty deadly. It wasn't anything too special but uh this episode as per usual a kind of a mixed bag i mean if you wanted some wrestling you definitely got it with dragonov and jd because that was a, a clinic there definitely the highlight of the show mm. but uh i i enjoy johnny's promo with the bit with javi with him just beating him up uh i enjoyed uh, tiffany and indy as well uh but some lowlights for me was the bar segment and the the debate debate yeah, I, I agree. I think I think pretty sorry. I think standard delivers looking in pretty good shape. Uh, I I think the card looks pretty good. Um, looking forward to it. 
just, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty lazy how they set up those two matches tonight. Stand and Deliver is pretty much WrestleMania 16. It's got all multi-man all matches multi-man except matches. How two. How many right? are there? Announced? All right, so Johnny and Grayson, which we imagine is an unsanctioned mm-hmm. match. Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes, which is obviously the main event. Zoe Stark versus Gigi versus Tiffany versus Lyra versus To Be Determined. Mm-hmm. So I think they're still adding someone in the match next week, unless they're just saving that for yeah. Roxy. Uh, Fallon and Kiana versus Alba Fire and Isla Dawn mm-hmm. tag match. Wes, Dragon Lee, JD, Ilya, and we would imagine Axiom. Mm-hmm. That's f- five people. Gallus versus Creeds versus the family. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Six people. Chase U, meaning Andre, Duke, and Thea versus Tyler Bate. Oh, sorry. And Tyler Bate. Yeah. <laughs> That's another eight people. That's a lot of multi, yeah. multi-man Is that matches. the whole thing? Yeah. So seven matches, which I believe is the most we've had on an NXT show since like the full sale NXTs, I think. Usually it's five or six, right? Yeah. I mean, five I, for takeover. I don't think but... we've had seven for a long, wow. long time. Um, whether they put one of these on the pre-show, I could certainly see that schism, um, schism chase you match maybe being put on before the main show. Yeah. But also just why, if it's all on the network anyway, might as well just put it all on. The one thing. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, the show The show sounds pretty good. I'm really excited for Waller, Gargano, and him the versus Braun. The two main, main events sound great. But I, I feel think the undercard is has enough good people in there where they should be. That five-man should be nuts. Absolutely crazy. There'll be spots in that match that was from things we've never seen before, for sure. So uh, I am excited for Stand and Deliver. It's going to be a lot of wrestling next week because that's on Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern time, meaning that's got to be early for the people in... California there, oh, yeah. but they're gonna have a long ass day because then there's like that. There's all like the other stuff going. 10 a.m. show or something. Isn't wow. It? Well, it's Eastern time for us. We will be going live right after on the post feed, so we'll have a long day of wrestling, a whole weekend of wrestling. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that was NXT. That's what we thought. I'm going to NXT at 11 in the morning. What do you even do? Like have a coffee? I get yeah. You just get up, have your breakfast, and guys. Excuse me. Do you have burri- breakfast burritos here at the venue for twenty one dollars? Yeah. U.S.? Yeah. Let's go to some feedback here. Join the Poison Rana Facebook group. I'd say join it because uh, we we share memes and funny things and mm. all nice it's fun and feedback, such as this from Sean McTeer, who writes in, NXT put on a good show tonight as they continue to build to send and deliver. The thing that really struck me as I watched the show is that, with the exception of the Bloodline-related matches, NXT has done a much better job getting me invested in Stand and Deliver than Raw and SmackDown has done for Mania. I look up and down the card, and every single match that has been announced so far has some kind of storyline. Whether long-term or short-term, behind it all, the matchups make sense. Even something as nutty as the Chase U Schism 8-Man looks to pay off several storylines while adding real stakes to the outcome. Real stakes for a fake university, no, he, but I know he, what you mean. He has yeah. a point, though. Like, it's as ridiculous as it is, this is that, that has been built for weeks. Yeah. What has Alexa, uh, sorry, Oscar and Bianca done? Right. It's I just dribble goo. That's the story. I, yeah. I won a chamber match and I dribble goo. <laughs> Sean continues. The women's title match in particular has definitely navigated Roxanne's injury. Uh, whether real or work while building a showcase for their top female talent, I'm definitely looking forward to next week's go home show and the stand and deliver on Saturday. I mean, we're pretty clear this is Roxy coming back for this match. Not so, stripping yeah. the title is definitely losing. It's that. whether they, they add a fifth person next week and then Roxanne's a surprise sixth, sixth on the day. Exactly. That's what I see. 
We go to Magan, who says, so many multi-person matches. <laughs> NXT is throwing everything but the kitchen sink for Stan and Deliver. Dragonoff JD mat- was match of the night, despite the non-finish. However, Dragon Lee joining the North American title five-way is a good choice. Gargano making his grudge match with Waller unsanctioned is going to be nuts. Mello versus Braun continues to build swimmingly, and I'm very interested to see Mello potentially work babyface long-term because I bet he's got some tricks he's yet to pull off. The go-home is being taped tonight. I think so. There could be a resolution to Roxanne's status. It's too soon to take the title off of her. I, I see Roxanne being a surprise pop at the premium live event. I think you get your five yeah. people... Match is about to start, and then Roxy's music hits, and she's like, "Wait, S- sorry." So they did film the second one already. They're, they're or, filming it now, I guess, or, or tomorrow. Now. Yeah, they probably have. If that's the or case, tomorrow. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think Roxanne shows up night of, and yeah, I don't see her coming back next week. And Tiffany still wins it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So next week we got a battle royale. We got, uh, I'm sure, a last face to face between Braun and Mello somehow, some way. Maybe a prime target mm-hmm. type thing. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Stand and Deliver, though. Yeah, it's definitely I, I one of the, the more hyped ones going forward and Dragon Lee and all that stuff. It's got some some good hype. So we will be back next Tuesday night for the go-home show for Stand and Deliver. We'll be definitely giving all our predictions and chat about that leading into Saturday for that show. This Sunday, we won't be going live at 2 p.m. because during the day, we're going to be at the awesome toy show with the 2K tournament. So probably Sunday night at some time, we might go live or... Record, record something about like our experience there and kind of run through some of the things in the go home week. Yeah, and plus we want to chat about Vikingo and Kenny from tomorrow 100%. night. So yeah. uh, we'll have lots of stuff to chat about sometime Sunday. So again, follow Poison Rana on all that stuff. Poisonrana.ca for all the links to our podcast, our Patreon, tickets for our WrestleMania watch party in Toronto. All the links are there. Poisonrana.ca. If you like us, give us a like, give us a nice little rating, Apple Podcasts, whatever app you use, hit that like, RT. It goes a long way. We thank you so much for listening to us here. We hope you're excited as the road to WrestleMania weekend is, is in full swing here with just less than two weeks away. So, uh, this is when wrestling fans can get all excited. Rejoice. Play the weekend. Play some Florida green light. That's that's the Mariah Carey yeah, to WrestleMania. Play some Pitbull. Yeah, play that's some what. Some Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Oh, I was today. Yeah. So get all in the in the moods and get in the zones and uh, you know where to find us for all the stuff at Poison Rana Pod Twitter Instagram and I myself Brayden Harrington. You can find me Twitter Instagram at the Bray D and you can find me at Davy Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe and let's go play some darts. Oh. Boy! Archer. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.